0: coast-to-coast baseball podcast all right everybody welcome to another episode episode two of the coast-to-coast baseball podcast i'm fernando and i'm joined by jeremy what's up jeremy how's it going
1: what's up fernando going good how are you
0: doing good doing good uh we got the first uh, few games, first week in the books, you know, a short week because of the uh, Thursday start of our Major League season. Uh, great times. Super exciting. Uh, exactly what we thought. A lot of things that we didn't think because that's baseball. Um, and so uh, we're excited to do this first weekly edition of our podcast. We will be doing this uh, on a week to week basis. Um, hopefully on Mondays, so we can cover, uh, the week that was in baseball. Anything to add to that, Jeremy?
1: No, I think, uh, it gives us a good, good week after the weekend series. Usually the weekend series are a little bit better, so it gives us a little good gauge out after that.
0: You got it. You got it. And, uh, just to add, guys, uh, thanks to everyone who was able to listen, uh, join us. We're actually, uh, on the anchor. Uh, podcast platform as well as Spotify at this time. We are trying to get things added to iPhone and other um, platforms as go as they go on but for now we can find us on Anchor, you can find us on Spotify and their Coast to Coast Baseball podcast. Give it a like, give it a follow. Um, that's what we need so we can keep going and keep uh, doing these episodes and keep growing as a podcast. So uh, today we're just going to get started with uh, our first week one Major League Baseball twenty twenty one season um, performances. Uh, we have a couple topics we're gonna um, go over. So we're gonna start off with um, just our overall feeling of week one. Any surprise or, or not surprise, but are just what we believe was a uh, something that we noticed on week one. And I'll I'll go first, Jeremy. So to be, I'll say that I was able to go to a game la- uh, yesterday. So I went to go see my Padres play the Diamondbacks live at Peco Park, which was super fun. Um, everyone was basically following all the rules necessary. Um, it was very comfortable. Not sure when I'll go again, but the Padres didn't really show up, but we did, I did get to see the Tati's 465 foot bomb, which was a no doubter, man um from my from my view there was no doubt about it from when he hit it so that was super cool and that was, so that's kind of my week 1 overall uh take on week 1 and something that jumped out to me so how about you
1: yeah um a couple of things um well one one in particular I mean I don't have the luxury of being close to a to a team so I can't really go but I did notice most games, obviously I watched the Mariners games, uh, checked out a few more on opening day. Um, it looks like most of the stadiums are full of the number of, you know, people they can get. Like yeah. they're at almost full capacity. Like yeah. the Mariners could only allow 9,000 and it's from the sounds of it. They're selling all 9,000. So oh, if yeah. people want to get to the stadiums, that's great to see. Uh, hopefully by the end of summer we're at a little bit more more capacity for those games. Hopefully by playoffs too. Makes a big oh, difference.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I think San Diego's about 10,000, I know, opening day and, and that Friday did have that. Uh, the numbers went down a bit the last two days, but very close, you know what I mean? So, um, um, resale, you know, some people probably can't make it, but yeah, it was loud. It was energetic. You could tell the players are loving it. And so it is a great part uh to be. It is great to see that the fans are back, including ourselves. And uh, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. It was a great experience. And so I hope to be back out there later this year. Not sure when, but yeah, it was great. All right. So moving on, we're going to move on to um our top performance of the week. So, and we're going to be going with or actually, I'm sorry about that. We just covered what, what we thought was. We're going to go with the top performing NL team and our top performing American league team for the week. So Jeremy, if you want to go first or you, or I can, it's up to you.
1: Yeah, I'll go, uh, national league first. Um, okay. I'll leave the Padres for you. Um, I think I think actually a team that was a little bit more impressive was the Phillies. They uh swept yeah. they swept the NL East favorite Braves pretty in oh, handily. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was a pretty good showing for them uh for this weekend.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um obviously, like you said, my Padres played very well. Uh, they went three and one. I think they just didn't hit that last game. They faced a pitcher who had they never faced before, so they were struggling a bit with that, and they just didn't come through with runners in scoring position to get that sweep. But a great start. The Dodgers, of course, after dropping a game, they're three and one as well. Um, and the Phillies, though, I have to agree with you on that one, man. That's a very good team that they beat over there in Atlanta. Took their top three starters and beat them pretty well. So the Phillies with that three-game sweep. I also just an honorable mention in the NL are the Reds uh, winning a series uh, against St. Louis is big. The excitement of that uh, brawl with Pastellanos and all that. So I do want to give some love to the Cincinnati Reds for a great start in the NL as well.
1: Yeah, that brawl was awesome. I like like the fire um, out of players in baseball because you don't see it very often.
0: Yeah, no, we were talking about it during the week. I think I reached out to Jeremy, and he he mentioned the same thing he just said. It was great to see. It. And then what he was mentioning about the other players, Wainwright, who called him out about something. He said, like, man, I would – because I love that guy. Nothing but respect about uh, uh, Molina as well, that he would have him sign his shirt after he punched him. <laughs> so yeah, I, nice. I thought it was – Giannis wonderful. is great for the game, man. That's what we need.
1: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: All right, so moving on, we'll go on to the top American League team. Um, We might be on the same one on this one if you want. I can go first on this one. I'm going to start off with our Baltimore Orioles dropping that 3-0 sweep to start off, which was not expected. I mean, again, they played the Red Sox, who aren't that great of a team, but the Orioles have been picked of having zero chances to make the playoffs this year. So I'm going to go with the Baltimore Orioles and a shout out to the team that a lot of people don't like, but the Houston Astros beating the good athletic team four games to none. But I'm going to go with Baltimore, a little bit more surprising for me.
1: Yeah, uh, I like that pick too. Um, I mean, the Red Sox are the Red Sox. They're going to hit, they're going to have a good offense. Their pitching is suspect, but a yeah. sweep is a sweep. I mean, division.
0: And it wasn't in Baltimore. It was at Baltimore.
1: But another team I want to give props to, I kind of mentioned them last episode as my kind of one of my surprise teams. The Blue Jays going into Yankee Stadium, taking two out of three from the Yankees is, is a big, like, I know that's early, but for a bunch of young kids, that's a good momentum, momentum oh, yeah. swing to on for the season.
0: Yeah, that's a big, big series win. You know what I mean? To go in there two out of three against one of the teams that have been that a lot of people are talking about in the power rankings being a top five team. Uh, the young team goes in there and, and I like that, right? Cause there's a lot of young teams that right now that in baseball that are doing good things. Uh, the Royals started off two and one. Yeah. A lot of we're expecting that the Mariners are two and one. Um, the Padres are a young team three and one. So, I mean, there's young teams going out there doing some pretty good things. Um, and then you have a young team like the White Sox who came out struggling, right? Because they right. are a young yep. team. Some good some good spots for the White Sox, but yeah, losing three out of four to start the season wasn't probably what they were expecting. Um, uh, but they did. And now they now they go to Seattle to one of the surprise teams. So those are our top teams for the week. Uh we agreed on Baltimore in the American League, and in the National League, the Phillies, right? All right. Yep. So we're gonna move on to um we probably mentioned a couple of these guys, but let's go with some surprise teams. Uh, and it could be good or bad uh, from the National League and the American League team. If you want to just pick one team that surprised you, good or bad, um, Jeremy, and then, I'll, I'll, then I could go with mine.
1: Yeah, I'd pro- I'm going to go probably reverse of the Astros and say the A's come out so flat and lose four games. Uh, it was a oh, yeah. Of- and I thought, oh yeah, I thought they'd at least split that series, um, especially in Oakland. But uh, that's probably—I don't know—maybe that's good news for my Mariners to uh, <laughs> to get above the A's this year.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. So, on my surprise team out of the both leagues, uh, I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Braves. We did talk about it a bit. but That's major, right? Getting swept after getting to the National League Championship, not really having any turnover still having a strong team going in uh to this 2021 season they were my pick or they still are my pick to basically win it all this year after our first episode so I still go with I'll go with the Atlanta Braves my surprise team of the first week going 0-3 after I picked them to go to the series and win it all this year so yeah some surprise teams and like I like the fact that we're focusing on these teams that didn't come out as strong as other teams Uh, we expected to come out uh, winning. So those are the A's and the Braves both coming out flat.
1: Yeah, it's early, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah,
0: it's
1: very early. What do they always say? You You can't win the division the first month, but you might be able to lose it.
0: Yep, yep. So, I mean, it's early. Again, 162. You want your team to come out firing in all, on all cylinders. Uh, but what you really want is that series win, right? You know, you, you're you okay with losing a game because it's baseball, right? You don't win every game.
1: So right. if your team comes yeah. out,
0: wins a series, we got the Mariners winning a series, the Padres winning a series, Dodgers doing what they're supposed to do, the Reds and Cubs in the Central, right? we got the Phillies sweeping and all alone to right now because of the Mets and the Nats haven't played. Uh, the East uh, with the Yankees and the Red Sox at the bottom, all the other teams winning their series, you know what I mean? Tigers, Twins, Royals in the Central, and in the West, I mean, it's uh, with that 4-0 start by Houston, uh, the Angels and Mariners right behind them with their series win. So, uh, looking good for all those teams, but it's still early. It's not like we've, a lot of our picks that we pick, like the White Sox, the A's are in last place. Uh that's gonna turn around with the Braves as well. So um, for sure. for next, sure. Yeah, the next topic we're gonna go on here um is the top our top two picks for National League and American League Player of the Week for the Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast. Jeremy, I'll let you have uh the floor to start off with the National League Player of the Week.
1: National League. Um Or we
0: can do American League. Up to you.
1: I was gonna go American League first, just cause I got him on the top of my head. I'm gonna go with my boy, my 50 plus home run guy that I'm calling, Joey Gallo. <laughs> Coming out strong this week. He was, I mean, this weekend, he was, uh, five for 10. So he's, he's early hitting 500. Hit a bomb on Saturday. Um, he's already got a steal too. So that's kind of rare for him, but he's already, uh, proven that I'm kind of smart.
0: <laughs>
1: and and uh, yeah, he's able to make make me look good there. That's a
0: good pick, man. Gallo, he's that's what's, he he's hitting well. Um, he's been hitting well, and I I think he could. If there's a guy who could hit the 50 home runs in a long season like this without the the help of PEDs, and he's he's a beast. So, um, with the American League, I am gonna go. With the surprise kid, Ehrman Mercedes, starting off his season 8-for-8, that five-hit game, game two against the Angels. And I I heard something this week about that, that Tino Martinez, Lou Gehrig, those guys have never had a five-hit game. And this kid comes out and does it on his first attempt, right? Pretty, yeah. pretty.
1: And then didn't he get a hit in his next two at-bats? Three. Too, like the...
0: three. So then the next three. game he went three for three before getting out. So he went eight for eight before he got out. Um, so very cool. He's a catcher. He's a designated hitter. He's one of those kids who has been playing ball for years. Uh, I want to say he's up in his uh, upper 20s, maybe 27, 28, 10 years of professional baseball. And outside of the U.S., he's pretty known in the Dominican Republic as a, as a great hitter. So we noticed that today. His two-strike approach was awesome. Uh, you could tell he was swinging for the fences early, and then he would just settle down and get a base hit, put that ball into play. So great. I, I'm going to go with Mercedes as my American League Player of the Week, uh, doing some stuff that not a lot of people have done to start off their career 8 for 8.
1: Yeah, I like that. He's he's a big boy too. I saw him yeah, he the is. training. Yeah, man. And I was like, wow, this guy is huge. No, uh, I, know. I so, wasn't
0: expecting him to be that big when I saw that. I I was expecting like a fast kid, you know, like beat out beat out grounders or something. That's how you get to five five for five, right? But um, right. Yeah, yeah, big boy.
1: Yeah, he uh, he's a catcher, right? But I, I don't think yep. there's, he's going to have to DH for him because I don't know if he's moving ground out.
0: Yeah, no. Grandal went two for five that game with a couple RBIs, and obviously he he got called up with the injury to um, who was that? To the injury in the White Sox, who got injured that they made him call him up? Uh Was it not not Luis Rob Eloy Eloy Jimenez? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jimenez got hurt. That's the only reason why Mercedes got called up, and so he'll be a DH. He'll be yeah. a DH, and, and he'll be there for a while, especially due to that injury.
1: Yeah, he'll DH probably until – their prospect Vaughn comes up. I don't know what oh, they're do yeah, them. they were trying him out in the outfield, so I don't know how that's going to work out. I think
0: I think he got called up too, Andrew Andrew Vaughn.
1: Yeah, I thought yeah, he was he in played,
0: play I think he played outfield already. From what I, from what if I remember correctly, he was he was out in left field on one of those games. He got a couple hits too. Or wait, I don't know if he got a couple hits, but I know he was playing. The thing is that the White Sox had a couple of injuries, so, I mean, they they had a couple of spots that I don't think they expected to fill. So, um, but, again, dude, young team. And I think we talked about when Jimenez went down, uh, I thought that was going to be a big hit on them, dude. And, uh, and yeah. he came in and helped out, but now we're seeing other struggles, um,
1: not well, being able to. Tim Anderson going down. We'll see how serious that is. That could hurt, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that
1: one, he's day-to-day right now, but we'll see because that's, that's that's
0: big. Yeah, you don't want him down. All right, so we're going to move on. Those were our top NL players and Ameri- – or, sorry, those were our top AL players. So let's do our National League players. Go for it, Jeremy.
1: Um, a couple surprises um, just because I got to see them firsthand. Um Evan Longoria and Buster Posey, they are actually still playing baseball. And (laughs) they both, in the three-game series against the Mariners, they each hit two home runs. Longoria is smoking the ball. So they both look healthy and ready to go this season, which is good. I think guys like for baseball that have been kind of kicking around a while, you forget about them because they're playing on – you know, not so great teams, but they they're still contributing and um can yeah. help probably, probably get traded.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. the 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 Giants were that team last year that hung around. Uh, yeah, it was a short season. I get it, but they hung around in there, and it was like it seemed to like they were just always there. So if they can do the same this year, I mean, there is a chance that. um that they hang around, but if they're not, those guys can go, and those guys would be big pieces anywhere. You know what I mean? Especially Longoria. I think, man, I think he could fill in great uh, in in a lot of teams, especially if they're looking for an in, some infield help uh, throughout the year. All right, so I went. I'm gonna go Homer, but the only reason why is because I watched a lot of these games, but it's not the guy I told you I was gonna pick. But I'm gonna go with Marte from the Arizona Diamondbacks. That guy could not get out, even if he tried. I mean, he went four for five the first game, got out the last at-bat when, when he switched from batting lefty the whole game. He went to righty. I think that kind of threw him off, and he got struck out. Um, Pomeranz came in and struck him out. But, I mean, he was a thorn all weekend against the Padres. The kid looks like he's, he's got his game back. He's got one of those swings that he could put the ball out of play. Doesn't even look like he's trying, man. Looks like he's just putting the, the head of the bat out there and the ball's just flying. So I'm going with Marte topping my boy Hosmer, who was my original pick for NL player of the week, who's also come out strong, couple home runs already, uh, batting super well, um, RBIs up there. He's already got six, you know what I mean? So he's topping the NL right now for RBIs with six. Everybody else is a, uh, American league. Uh, player for runs batted in. Uh, but combined hits right now, Marte with nine. So, um, another surprise guy though that he's beating is Mullins from Baltimore. I think he's gonna yeah. be pretty good, man. Nice. And then of course Mercedes.
1: That guy's a bit of a surprise there in Baltimore.
0: Oh, big time. Big time. Um, and just Baltimore in general, man, right? Baltimore in yeah. general is just, is very surprising. So, uh, yeah, those are our top NL and American League players for week one for the Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast. And to end this episode today, or our, or what we're going to be doing uh, on a weekly basis, is our top five power rankings of the Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast. Um, I think, Jeremy, I think you're a little bit more prepared for me on this one. I'm having a little tough time figuring out. So I'll let you go first. Top five, if you want to go five, four, three, two, one. And then I'll do yeah. it All
1: right. I'm going to... I'm going to do it based on just what we've seen so far. Uh, all right. So
0: not – okay. I I like that. I saw that on ESPN earlier and someone was getting yeah. a bunch of grief because it was – it wasn't based on, like, what's going to happen. But right. basically what's happened. I can do that with you. I'm okay with that. Let's all right.
1: That. All right. Let's do that. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Angels 5.
0: All right. So Anaheim, um, Angels 5. All right. All right.
1: I'm going to go Phillies four. All righty, all righty. Oh, I like the Phillies team. Um, I'm going to go San Diego three. All right,
0: all right. I like that. I like that.
1: Um, who should I put it to? I'm trying to think here off the top of my head.
0: I think I know who you got one, but yeah, let's go with two.
1: Yeah, I got. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, Tampa Bay. Two. All right. All right. And then the Dodgers at one. All
0: right. All right. So let's do a recap on that. So number five was Anaheim. Right. Yep. And then number four were Philadelphia. Number yeah,
1: three. The was San
0: Diego Padres. Number two, the Tampa Bay Rays after a World Series performance. And we got the L.A. Dodgers at number one.
1: Yeah, so I got the the reigning World Series one and two. All right, all right, all
0: right. That's good, that's good. All right, so that's a good top five for Jeremy. Let us know what you think. You know where we're at on our um, social media, at Twitter, at baseball underscore coast. And also... Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Let, let us know what you think of Jeremy's top five power rankings for week one. Um, All right. So now let me do mine. Fernando's top five power rankings. So number five, I'm going to go with the Houston Astros. As much as I don't like this team, and I'll boo them right now. Boo the Astros. I'm going to put them at top five. I think they came out strong. They beat a strong team. Uh, and I think I think they they may be they may be tough right there in the American League West with a lot of good teams in that division. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia Phillies. I think they came out strong as well. Surprised a really good Braves team to come out number four. Uh, number three, again, agreeing with you, bud. I'm gonna go with the San Diego Padres. Winning three out of four against Arizona. Kind of a dud game yesterday, but still looks strong the first couple games. They did a little comeback in game one. So they're they're back to their antics of never being out of a game. Uh, Tatis hopefully gets things going here. And, and not a lot from Tatis and Machado. Machado did have a big game three, but not a lot from them. Uh, number two, I think we're going to differ a little bit here going down. So I have the Anaheim Angels number two. I feel Whoa. like they're playing very well, man. They look very good to me. So again, we're going with how, how they're starting. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Okay. Uh, could
0: have put in, could have put in Baltimore for the same reason, but I think the Angels are prepping for a better thing. So I, I think I am still using a little bit of
1: how, where these, yeah, teams I mean, have also been. you could say Angels beat. Angels took three out of four from the White Sox, which are, are also a good team. So, exactly. That's, part, that, that's, that's also deal.
0: another big another big reason for me is who they beat, right? So I thought they looked great. Otani, man, it looked surprising. Their first baseman, like, I think you mentioned them in the first.
1: Jared Walsh, yeah, I think he's. Oh, dude, beast.
0: He,
1: yeah, he hit a bottom last night. That yeah, walk off. Yeah, I think he hit
0: two. I think he had one before the walk-off. So he had that one walk-off, and then number one, we're going to stay with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, besides the first game jitters, I felt like they came out strong. Um, dude, Urias in Colorado dominating yesterday. That was impressive.
1: Yeah, but, I saw that. Um, Seven in one run.
0: Yeah, I mean, he topped, I think he topped all their pitchers, man. Bueller got hit. Um, even though Bauer came out strong with that no-hitter, for a while he got hit hard after a while you know he gave up four two bombs
1: if if um, you're if you can throw 7 and give up only one run in course I think that's pretty impressive That's very I, impressive. So I get the nod out of all those
0: pitchers right now. Uh, and then they got Dustin May today and I want to see how he does. I feel like he's he's always shown a lot of nerves. Uh, yeah. And maybe maybe he'll be cut I mean it was in the playoffs maybe that's why but um, I feel like Dustin May could be a, a number one anywhere if he gets his if he gets his shit together and starts throwing the weight. Again. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I, I think a great start by the Dodgers going three and one. I think, um, I mean they could have gone two and two, and it was Colorado. You know what I mean? I would have still probably put them there number one just because. Um, yeah, Lux. Is Colorado.
1: Lux so, looks good. Seager's looks hitting good. the
0: ball good. Seager's, yeah. do, Seager's doing his thing again. I think that's that's just him now as a player.
1: Seager's so going to get paid this offseason. Oh, yeah. I don't think in. he's
0: going to stay with L.A. I have, a, I have a big feeling that he's moving on, but we'll see. Maybe Yankees. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Ooh. They, but, I mean, uh, the Yankees, but, so <laughs> Yankees need to move on from Gleyber Torres. Maybe not overall. Maybe. I mean, Gleyber's going to have to hit for. more, but
0: we'll see. But he, you never know those those Yankees. They like to spend their money, man. But Gleyber Torres
1: we'll is a bad shortstop, though. He's Yeah. He yeah. He can hit. They need to figure it out, but – yeah they he can't be the long term answer at sh- at short, no, so
0: if you you're you're telling me if the Yankees have a chance with someone like Seeger, they're gonna jump right yeah. and they got the money to do so, so all right, so uh, a little recap of mine, my top five teams we've got Houston number five, Philadelphia number four, San Diego Padres number three. The Anaheim Angels, number two, and the Los Angeles Dodgers, number one, setting up that three-way series that Jeremy was talking about on right. episode one. Right? No. Yep. So that's our power rankings. Again, if you have any questions for us here at the Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast, you know where to reach us on Twitter at baseball underscore coast or on Instagram at coast to coast baseball podcast. Give us your predictions. Let us know what you think about our predictions. Uh week one is in the books, Jeremy. It was a great week. Baseball is back. I'm yeah, watching it right finally. now. <laughs> right finally. And and we're we're very excited to to be talking baseball. Uh and I know this second week will have a lot more topics for us to cover next week, uh, on these same discussions that we're
1: doing today. So
0: any last words sure. today, Jeremy?
1: No. Um We'll see what happens. Uh, Mariners, big series for them starting tonight against the White Sox. It's to be more of a test to see how they're moving along. Hopefully Kyle Lewis back at the end of this week. Oh, that would be big. That's oh, going to be yeah. big. Yeah,
0: and uh, Padres got the Giants coming to town. Hopefully we can take two out of three. I just want another series victory. We got Mora the kid, starting today, so that'll be great. And then followed by... Uh, Darvish and Snell, their second starts with the team. So I'm hoping uh, some good things for our teams and good luck to all the baseball teams out there. Uh, this is the Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast episode number two in the books. We will talk to you all after week three. You can catch us on Spotify, on the Anchor uh, Podcast platform, Twitter at baseball underscore coast and Instagram, Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast. Give us a like. Share the podcast. Let us know of any topics you'd like us to cover. Or if you want to be a guest, just let us know. and We'll get you in to one of these podcasts. So I'm Fernando. That's Jeremy. Jeremy. See you guys.
1: Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast. Catch us on social media. On Instagram at Coast to Coast Baseball Podcast and on Twitter at Baseball underscore Coast. Thank you.